hi guys welcome back to the ramen truth podcast it has been a minute if you are new here as we always say welcome to the ramen truth podcast if this is not your first time you are a returning listener welcome back thank you so so much for being on this journey thank you for listening for sharing for commenting um thank you it's really encouraging um I hope you guys have, you know, enjoyed the past series that we've done. I hope they've been a blessing to you. Um, and I hope that through, you know, everything going on in the world, that you guys are doing good and you're staying in the faith and you're not living in fear. Um, so today we're just going to have like a standalone episode. It's not in a series. Um, and possibly we'll go back to our series next week or not. But let's see how that goes. <laughs> And just in case I sound like I just woke up, I kind of just did for probably like two hours ago, but I haven't really spoken to anyone. So y'all are the first people I'm speaking to, so you get the early morning voice. Um, so um, the what we're talking about today is called, I was trying to figure out what to call it, but I, I think we're just going to call it, is there a better way of navigating seasons? Okay, so seasons... Um, are something that we talk about a lot in the Christian circle. I'm pretty sure you've heard people say, oh, it's your season, it's not your season, or in this season, this is that, or in that season, I'm really going through this, you know, this season has been like this. That's something a lot of Christians say, you know, and not just Christians, even in the world, you know, a lot of people say um, this thing of seasons. But, um, I am. I've decided to go back to the word and see if this thing is actually there. So let's check the word. Um, so if you read Ecclesiastes three one, it says, "To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven." Uh, and I mean, if you just do a search on the word "season" in the Bible, you will see so many things. And I mean. Even from nature, so I'm an earth girl, right? So, pardon me if I'm making a lot of nature references. Um, from nature, we see that there are seasons, you know, and every season is unique. Some things thrive better in some seasons, some things don't thrive as well in some seasons. Um, uh, growth happens more in some areas in some seasons, and less growth happens more happens in some areas and some other seasons you know so seasons are a part of life you know this is something that god created in his wisdom you know he he knew what he was doing and that's actually something i'm learning to to accept or to believe that when god puts something um please forgive my nasally sounds but when god put something in a particular way there's a wisdom to it you know so i i need to trust his wisdom you know my pastor pastor always says that um that you are only as wise as you are aligned with god's wisdom which is i mean that really is the truth you know so accepting that if god made seasons then there has to be good in seasons because he is good and nothing nothing from him is bad you know um, and if he made seasons that means he knew exactly what he was doing he knew the implications of it he knew how it would help us he knew how 
it will help us grow in new how it would align to his plans and purpose so first accepting that you know that seasons are not a bad thing you know this is something god created and in all of his wisdom we will not understand every single detail but as we keep learning and growing and aligning ourselves with with god's wisdom we see that this is something god made and he did it for a reason yeah so we see that there are seasons you know and then um so i read first timothy timothy chapter 4 verse 2 says preach the word be ready in season and out of season Convince, rebuke, exhort without long suffering and such. And I believe um, uh, Paul was talking to Timothy and admonishing him and all that. But it says, be ready in season and out of season. That just means that there will be, in quotes, times when, times when, how, how do I say this, um, that we would term as out of season. You know? So um, that is something to expect. That is actually something to expect, you know. So, um, if we go on to to um, to breaking down this thing of seasons, so a little bit of math, not really math, but so we have variables and we have constants, right? So if seasons are a constant, and because God created seasons, in other words. Every point in your life is technically a season where there are unique things happening, right? So that concept of a season is a constant. The variables are, you know, people, you know, different. Some people are there in many seasons, but the truth is variables are people um, or people are variables. Um, money, challenges, challenges you will not have the exact same challenges in every single season, but there will be unique challenges in every season, right? So that is a variable in uh, seasons. Uh, and all of those other things, there are so many variables, you can fill in the blanks as it applies to you, you know, in your different seasons. Um, but another thing is, on the constant side, because God created the seasons, it also means that God is a constant in every season. And, you know, that word, constant, is something that has blessed my heart so much, you know, something that, that gives me so much peace, you know, knowing that God is a constant regardless of any, anything that is going on. God is actually constant. And I really, I love to call him the constant one, you know, like, yo, he really is the constant one. So... If God is a constant, seasons are a constant, and then there are these many variables, that means that there are some things that can be constant because God is a constant. I don't know if that makes sense. If God is a constant, obviously, we, have the, we know that we have the Holy Spirit, right? Um, uh, Jesus Christ sent the Holy Spirit to be with us, you know, and he said he will be with us always and there are so many times in the world where god has said i will never leave you nor forsake you you know um he said this to joshua he said it's in new testament all over you know jesus christ kept saying that and was telling his disciples and lo i will be with you always even to the end of the age so even if jesus christ is not here physically we have the holy spirit who is literally god living inside of us you know so um he's constantly with us constantly with us and um just in case there's anyone listening who 
has not um, received this amazing gift of salvation. This isn't an overly complicated thing. This is just believing that Jesus Christ died for you. Jesus, Jesus Christ bore, you know, all your sins. You know, he died for you. He was resurrected um, uh, for you. You know, it's believing that and accepting that gift of salvation, you know, and then receiving the Holy Spirit into your heart, you know. So, and having a reconciled relationship with God, starting that whole journey with Him, you know, discovering what salvation is all about and living in it, you know. It's not a, com it's not a complex thing, you know. Um, and if you want to, if you want someone to pray with you, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can send a message to me on um, IG. I am at TOS, TOS underscore E, TOS, Um But yeah, uh, so when I say that the Holy Spirit is in you, that's what I mean. You know, you are a believer. You have received the Holy Spirit. So he's in you constantly, right? And so that means that there are some things that we can expect to be constant because we have God as a constant Right. I hope you guys are following. Um, uh, so let's read. Let me read quickly. Read Romans fourteen, fourteen verse seventeen. Um, so it says, "For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost." Hallelujah. Right. In I like the fact that it says in the Holy Ghost, and we have just said it. You have the Holy Ghost inside of you. So. This just means that regardless of what is going on in the season, you can tap into the right, the peace and joy um, of the Holy Ghost. It's not something that um, that is determined by season. You know, it's not something that is determined by season. And um, if you need further proof of this, um, I will quickly read. John, John fourteen twenty seven and oh yeah I did I did an IG post about this uh, some time ago, um, but I felt like there was a need to talk about it more here, on the podcast. So if you've listened to that and you listen to this, then you're like, oh she said something, but well, yeah sometimes we need to hear things more than once, even for me, you know. And so John fourteen twenty seven says, peace I live with you. This is Jesus Christ talking. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So Jesus Christ literally said, I give my peace. The peace that I have, the peace that is my own, I have given it to you. I have given it to you. Right. And he said, peace I live with you. If, if it was that when he left, he took his peace away, then we would still be sad, right? But we now read in the New Testament that we have peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And don't forget I said Jesus Christ sent the Holy Ghost. And so that means that same peace that Jesus Christ gave to us is with us because we have the Holy Ghost, right? And it's all the fruits of the Spirit, right? Um, fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace. Yeah, and then um, if we go on to John 15, um, John 15 verse 1, 15 verse, sorry, verse 11. It says, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you 
and that your joy may be full. My joy may remain in you, you know. I'm so thankful that Jesus' joy is not based on variables. Like, yo, I'm so thankful that Jesus' peace is not based on variables. I'm so thankful that these fruits that we have in the Holy Ghost are not based on variables. Things that can change, you know, but they are based on the constant one. This just means that regardless of what is going on, you know, with the things in the world and your personal challenges and, uh, you know, maybe school challenges, work challenges, family, pregnancy, uh, um, you know, loss, loss of a loved one, um, you know, trying to make money, uh, relationship issues, whatever it is, health issues, whatever it is, it means that regardless of what is going on, regardless of the variables, we can actually tap into the peace and joy um, that we have in the Holy Ghost. You know, this, it is actually possible. It really is possible. And you know, um, I think it was yesterday, I was reading through John chapter 11, verse 33 to verse 4. It talks about the story of when Jesus Christ raised Lazarus from the dead. And so I've been trying to, you know, figure out how do you deal with emotions right in seasons because i mean in different seasons there are different challenges you have um and uh sometimes you feel some in some seasons there's a lot of maybe you, you lose a loved one and you're you're just really there's just lots of sadness you know and all that how do you still tap into these things that are available to you you know does it mean that you just ignore your emotions and you you know, pretend like you're not feeling anything. Uh, so this, this reading these verses really helped explain that or give an answer to that. And so Jesus Christ was called, you know, so he came over to where Lazarus, um, where they were mourning Lazarus, you know, and they were crying and everything. And Jesus Christ actually wept, you know, like he wept. He, he, it actually says that, Lazarus was dear to him, you know, so he wept. He actually cried. I don't think Jesus Christ was just trying to make them feel like he, he understood them. He actually felt sad that Lazarus had died. Like, he felt the loss. So he wept, you know. I, I, I honestly, I know that people say that um, Jesus Christ did not ignore their emotions, you know. If he was that, he just wanted to make them feel... Like he understood them. He would have just sat with them and given them a hug and, you know, just stayed with them. But he himself wept. In other words, he himself was feeling the emotions, right? He felt it. He really, really felt it. But you know what I realized? He felt the emotions. He expressed the emotions. He wasn't trying to hide them. And then he focused on the truth. He did not forget that he had the power to raise Lazarus from the dead. He actually did not forget. But he felt the emotions, you know, and I feel like that's the human part of, um, that was the human part of Jesus ex exposed or shown to us, you know. There's absolutely nothing wrong with feeling the emotion of something that's happened or a challenge that's come in a particular season, you know, and expressing it. But as, after he felt that he expressed it, he immediately 
focus chose to focus on the fact that he has the power to raise Lazarus from the dead and he did exactly that you know so that means even if I'm feeling sad genuinely sad maybe I had maybe um for example I've worked on my thesis and all that and beginning of the year I found I had to redo the thesis um, do the experiment and I was sad about it and all that you know and I realized now that Yes, I was sad and it was okay to express the sadness, but I could have chosen a focus after expressing that sadness. Do you get? Not staying in that place of the emotions, but then moving to, to, you know, to a focus. You know, so Jesus Christ felt everything, he expressed everything, and then he focused on the fact that there is power available to heal this man. There is actually power available to heal this man, or rather to raise him from the dead. And he did exactly that, you know. So even when you're feeling sad and all of that, it is okay to feel that, you know. But then after that, you realize that, yo, I have peace. I actually have joy in the Holy Ghost. I can be excited. I can, I can live with this joy regardless of what is going on. I can live with faith, you know. I do not have to respond in fear. I can live <laughs> excited you know that um that i have god that he's the constant one that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly that he provides that he takes care of his own these are truths that i can choose to focus on even after i have felt bad and i have felt like maybe my life is not moving and i am stagnant no 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 i'm thankful that 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 god is with me i'm thankful that you know that Regardless of what is going on, he said what he said to do, he will do. I'm thankful that he is good all the time. I can rely on his goodness. I'm thankful that even when I mess up, you know, his mercies are new every morning. I'm thankful that there's grace to do more. And this is something I always say that there's grace to do more in less time. I'm thankful that even when I don't think I can finish up my thesis in the next six weeks, that it is possible because I have the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful because I, I can be more hardworking. I'm thankful because grace is sufficient. I'm thankful because favor covers my work. I'm thankful even when it's like, oh, I don't know what the next couple of months are going to look like. And, you know, this season has a lot of uncertainties. I'm thankful that the constant one is with me. So I am sure that regardless of how things go he's with me and things will work out you know I can choose to focus on that even after I feel all of those things feel all the emotions so yeah um, this has been a little bit of a long podcast <laughs> but I hope it blesses you I really hope it blesses you and if you really want to talk please feel free to reach out to me um, you can send a message on at reviving truth podcast or directly on you know at on my IG handle. So yeah, God bless you guys so, 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 so much and keep you in his joy, in his peace, in his love, um, in faith, in faith, in faith, in sound mind, um, even regardless of whatever it is that's going on. So, till next time. Bye guys.